1: Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here, doing another episode of Patriot HQ Podcasting, as it were. Uh, today I want to ask QAnon to uh, accept my challenge. I'm not going to ask you to prove Q's validity. I'm not going to ask you to do anything you can't do. What I want to ask you to do is to request a little bit of proof from Donald J. Trump. Your esteemed president of our United States. Um, I believe it was Martin Geddes. I could be wrong, but I'm just going to go with Martin, anyways. But Martin retweeted someone who said that either Trump knows about Q and he's using Q to get reelected, or it's totally on the up and up, and everything about the Q is legitimate, and the deep state's a bunch of baby-eating Satanists, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Those were the two options that this uh, patriot gave us, that this is all a setup just to get votes for Trump to get reelected, or it's it's for really reals, and the deep state really is the monsters that they claim they are. So now, how do we discern which of the two it really is? That's always the burning question. Now, what I would say is, let's get a big arrest. Comey. Lestrock. Page. Hillary. Obama. Brennan. Someone big. Someone with some meat on the bones. Q themselves said that the first indictment, the first arrest, was going to be a big one. It was going to just open Pandora's box. It's going to just blow this whole thing wide open. Well, let's see that arrest before the election. Let's see Comey or Hillary or Obama or someone else that's big, important and powerful get arrested with overwhelming evidence. Now, I'm not I'm not asking for the trial, I'm asking for a conviction because that Trials can take years to get totally f- set up because the defense can constantly file for delays as they need to review evidence and discovery and blah, blah, blah. I just want to arrest with a ton of evidence behind it and it just looks good. That it looks good that this evildoer, this deep state Satanist, this monster, this baby eater lunatic, is going to get arrested and that's the end of them and that's the beginning of the salvation of humanity from these terrible terrible pedivores and I want some big name QAnon pusher to demand this and the thing is, is I know they won't because they're cowards because they know That their audience doesn't want the fantasy to end. They don't want the story to conclude. They want to keep believing. They want to keep indulging in this shared delusion, this community that is based on a fantasy. They don't want it to go away. And they don't want to give up their faith in Donald Trump he is a messianic figure to these people. They honestly believe that he is some sort of savior. And you don't put God to the test and you don't make Donald Trump do anything. Because if you make Donald Trump do something and he doesn't do it, then where are you? You're you're screwed. And that's the hilarious nature of this, is that... These people claim to be all about research, all about the truth, all about knowledge, all about information, but they'll never put their foot down. They will never demand a result. And a bunch of them are already starting to walk back everything and telling us we got to wait until after Trump gets reelected before anything can happen. Because they know they're lying, and they know that what really matters is that Trump has to win in order to keep the grift going. They have to get a re-election to work for them, or else it all blows up. Because Donald Trump losing is the one thing they can't spin. It's the one part of this mythos that is falsifiable. That if Donald Trump loses the presidency, then it all comes crashing down like a house of cards. And... So, when you are faced with that conundrum, they all have to vote for Trump. There's no possible way they can negotiate something with Trump where they say, You have to do this for us. You have to do that for us. You got to give us a scalp. You got to give us an arrest. You got to show us that you really are doing this thing that we think you're doing. Because if they do that, they run the risk of him losing re-election and then it's all over. And they don't want to give up on the LARP. They don't want to give up on this fraud until they absolutely have to, until the last possible second. So Jordan Sather, praying medic, Dustin Nemos, major patriot. Lisa May, Dilly, if he's even still around. I know he's got his show that he streams and Medic broadcasted for him now that Dilly's been banned from Twitter yet again. But none of these people would dare, dare tell Trump to arrest somebody or they won't vote for him. Imagine the hashtag no arrest, no vote. Imagine that trending on Twitter, imagine that trending in QAnon, that that they were putting their foot down and they needed to see somebody get busted before they ran out to the, to the polls to send Donald Trump back to Washington, D.C. for four more years as president. Major Patriots night. Uh, tweeted out that he's a college graduate because I'm sure there was some poll about college, college graduates not really caring for Trump. And he's like, I'm a college graduate and I would crawl across crushed glass to vote for Trump. And that's the thing. He would crawl across crushed glass to vote for Trump. But he would never ask Trump to actually do anything. All Donald Trump has to do is say the word 17 every now and then. And uh, twirl his fingers in the air in such a way that he and a uh, major patriot and others can look at it and go, Ooh, he's making an air cue. He's signaling us. Or uh, Trump can talk about being in office for 5, 9, 13 years, 17 years, and then that translates to IMQ and all that kind of nonsense. And by the way, uh, Trump's going to stop using that uh, number combination on January 1st. And he's going to start talking about being president for 4, 8, 12 more years which will come out to a different letter combination and no longer be a Q-proof because just the way the numbers break down is the way it works. And he's not really talking to you people. And if he is talking to you, he's only talking to you to take your votes because you're suckers. It's just that simple. That uh, patriot that Gettys retweeted had the right of it. Trump is aware. I'm not going to say Trump is personally aware, but someone in Trump's inner circle, someone knows about this whole QAnon thing, and they know that they just have to give a little crumb here and there, and the QAnon people are happy, and they will just continue to be happy, and they will continue to have blind, psychotic devotion to Donald Trump and all of his glory and all of his greatness, and they will never relent. They will They will follow him to the end of the earth. Because he is their hero. He is their leader. He is their messiah. And that's the world we live in. That we have a fanatical group of people that want to vote to reelect Donald Trump. And everything else they say about him and about QAnon and everything else is meaningless. Because QAnon is just a cult of personality around Donald Trump and around defeating the other. Just owning the libs. That's all this is about. It's just owning the libs. All these people want to do is turn on the television on November 3rd and they want to see the Democratic rally in either Biden or Warren or Bernie or Mayor Pete or Klobuchar or whoever, whoever is the nominee, they just want to see that crowd of people waiting to see their hero. And then Florida goes red. And Ohio goes red. And Pennsylvania goes red. And they cut to the crowd and there's young women crying and there's sad people looking at their phones just trying to find any sliver of hope and and it's just sadness it's just misery it's just these people who are beaten down that they just poured a year of their lives into trying to get this person elected president and and it didn't happen because Donald Trump's just the winner he's the, he's the man and he just owned these libs and then That defeated Democrat's going to have to come out on stage and give a sad speech. And, oh, they're going to revel in it. Oh, they're going to have so many screen grabs of so many crowd shots of so many crying people. And they're going to be so happy because that's all they want is the pain of their enemies. And that the catharsis of seeing those people suffer, oh, it'll fuel them for years. They live for it. And then within like three or four weeks, they'll start making like smug posts about we have to be sympathetic to these poor people that were brainwashed by the cabal and taken back with open arms when Trump eventually has the guy or gal that they wanted to be president brutally murdered for being a baby eater. And they'll keep reposting all the crying liberal photos and pretend like they're being empathetic when in reality, again, they're just totally enjoying the fact that they they owned that lib and that crying dark haired girl is the new uh triggered uh meme as it were for them to just bask in and celebrate
0: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care
1: anything. Even the validation of their own dumb conspiracy theory. In the end, Q is superfluous. What matters is Trump. Trump could win re-election, go on stage, and say, hey everybody, I'm the president for four more years, and um. Uh, by the way, I heard that there was this group of people called QAnon who voted for me. I just wanted to let you all know that was totally fake. Uh, none of it's true. It's all a lie. Uh, I, I One of my staffers made that up. And uh, But I do thank you all for voting for me. That was great. Uh, you made America great. So thank you for doing your service to the country. Uh, but it's not real. None of it's real. It's all a joke. Uh I know a lot of those people, uh, because I was in the circles of the rich and powerful for many, many years, and nobody talks about Satan. Satan's a dumb concept. You're all idiots. Thank you. And they would immediately just say that Trump was lying. Disinformation is necessary. And they would just keep on believing. But, but Trump being reelected would just give them that hit. Just, just four more years of sweet, sweet QAnon to be injected into their veins. And it really would actually be more like two years because once the midterms rolled around, um, the Republican Party would start distancing itself from Trump and leaving him by the side of the road and all the people that were kind of placating him, like Ted Cruz and Mark Rubio and all the rest of the people who really want to be president would start moving. And the fact that we were six years into the Trump regime and the Hillary and Obama are still not in chains, start worrying people a little bit. So, yeah, it'll start falling apart quicker than that. But, again, they cannot push this. They cannot fight, which is why every major QAnon pusher demands patience and subservience, because they know that the alternative destroys their narrative. They know that any attempt at actual results excommunicates them from the community immediately and they need to keep grifting they need to keep being famous and popular and relevant in QAnon because that's that's where they get their likes their their retweets their comments their YouTube channel their Patreon money everything all of it is so dependent on being a loyal water carrier of Q and Trump. That they can never cross the streams. They can never use Trump to validate Q because in the end they don't have they don't have the guts to stand behind what they believe in. They have they don't have the nerve to actually say that Q is real and that I'm actually willing to risk losing my fan base, losing my audience, alienating everyone I know by withholding my vote from Donald Trump until he gives me confirmation, until he gives me the ultimate cue proof. That's why these people are currently freaking out that Rogers is talking to Durnham. Oh, we got him now. Oh, we're totally winning. You're not. Again, Rogers talked to Trump during the transition Hugh made it sound like the Trump Tower was bugged. Horowitz already said it wasn't bugged. That was the IG report. You can read the testimony. It's in there. Uh, Thanks, Groucho. I believe you were the one who brought that to my attention. But so Trump found out that Trump Tower was bugged and then just didn't do anything with that that information for three years until Durnham came about. And then Trump told Rogers, oh, yeah, by the way, tell Durnham that uh, Trump Tower was bugged. Yeah, we could have done that three years ago, but, nah, why bother? That would have been way too effective and way too quick. It's better to just sit on evidence of spying and potentially uh, some sort of, like, treason or other outrage. Better to just, just stew on that for years on end without a payoff. We'll let the Democrats just win the House without, you know, bringing up the fact that Obama, the Democratic president before Trump, was actually just aggressively breaking the law. We won't use that as a campaign issue in the midterms because that would just help us win too much. And it's part of our secret plan to defeat the Democrats, to lose the House to them and get impeached and all that other stuff. Because this is the upside downism, the total madness of QAnon that has to allow for all this kinds of stupid stuff to happen. So... Let's see if anyone ever has the nerve. And, and again, you don't have to do this right away. I'm not asking you to get moving now, now, now. Let's let Durnham give his little report in April or May, whenever that is going to be. And then after that, after the Durnham report, the report you guys are counting out everything now for, after that comes out and nothing happens, someone, I dare any one of you dip a toe into the waters of reality and say, hey, guys, Durnham came up empty. Horowitz came up empty. Everyone we've been putting our faith in to has failed us. You know, Donald Trump, arrest someone. James Comey, arrest him. Just uh, cuff him and stuff him. Charge him. Charge him of all the crimes you got. Time to show the information, show the knowledge. And by the way, if you don't, I'm going to tell my tens of thousands of uh, Twitter followers not to vote for you. Hashtag no arrest, no vote. Come on, someone, anyone, I dare you. A double dog dare you. A triple dog dare you. Do it. Just uh, throw it out there and draw a line in the sand that you need to see real proof, not... Oh, look, Comey comes out corny if you look at the PDF file or something or uh, this, that, the other thing. Or John McCain tweeted about him and then a month later he died. Oh, that's total confirmation. No, 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 none of that. An arrest, an arrest of a big person with real charges and real evidence. Show it to me. I dare you to demand it before you go into that voting booth on November 3rd or earlier if you have early voting in your state. I dare you to risk your vote in exchange for actual proof of the deep state's existence and of their myriad of crimes. And in the end, I know that that will never happen because to actually put this to the test is to invite the inevitable outcome that it's a lie and they know it's a lie. It's why they like to scream and yell about. Oh, no one in the media has asked the question yet. They would fall out of their chairs in horror if the question was ever asked, because Trump would never give a massively a- affirmative answer to the question. He would just mumble. He would just either he would either not know what was going on and not be prepared for it, and just denounce it immediately. Or he would bumble-jumble and make it worse for himself because he would put more light on QAnon and its terrible beliefs, and that would be a really bad look. And I really think that if a reporter knew what they were talking about, which to know what you're talking about when it comes to QAnon being a reporter is really tough because, God, it's so fringe and, God, it's so insane. But if uh, someone was like, hey, Donald Trump, This kid in New York who's uh, on trial for shooting up a mob boss, he said he did it uh, on behalf of you because he's part of a group called QAnon and they believe that you are the leader of QAnon. Is that true? If you framed the question that way to Trump, all he would hear was some kid murdered somebody and said you told him to do it. And Trump would freeze like a deer in headlights and immediately reject QAnon so quickly and so authoritatively, it would be devastating. And me and Travis Few, and Mike Rothschild and Dapper Gander and all the other cool kids that uh, dunk on QAnon all day, we would be playing that clip in perpetuity and all of the QAnon people would literally just turn into the tape recordings of disinformation is necessary. Just... Screaming at the top of their lungs that it's not true, it's not true, it can't be true. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to them. And it would be hilarious. It would truly be really hilarious if that happened. And that's why they don't want the question ever to be asked. They want the threat of the question in perpetuity. The result of the question would be terrible and they would hate it. And so that's why they'll never actually want it to happen. That's why they will never ask for actual evidence. They will never, ever do anything that would bring a resolution to this whole dumb conspiracy theory because they know what the outcome is. They know what resolution means. Resolution means the party's over. Resolution means there is no more QAnon. And then all the grifters have to create new grifts and all the followers of QAnon have to just give up on Trump and Q and fall into the deep, into the New World Order Illuminati nonsense and be really sad and pray a lot because now God will take back over as the uh, hero of that mythology and Donald Trump will just go back to being another failed uh, prophet. Whether he'll go down as a martyr like John F. Kennedy or a uh, sellout like Ronald Reagan remains to be seen. but. Those are the outcomes, and that's that's the end game of Q and Hunt" always and forever. So, yeah, that's me mumbling and bumbling for about twenty-three minutes. So, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day. I'm glad that you listened to me, and I'll talk to you all a little while later.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?